realized that I gave a great shout. They all jumped back, very frightened, and some hurt themselves by falling off my body. Meanwhile, I was struggling to unfasten myself. But just as I managed to pull my left arm free of the ropes, I felt a hundred arrows land on my free hand and more arrows on my face and body. This was very painful and made me cry aloud. I lay quietly to see what would happen next. When they saw I was no longer struggling, they quickly built a platform next to my head and an official climbed up there to speak to me. Although I could not understand his language, I understood that they would be friendly towards me if I did not try to harm them. By now, I was extremely hungry, so I used sign language to beg the official for food. He seemed to understand me, because immediately ladders were put against my sides and little men climbed up with baskets of food and drink. They were surprised at how much I could eat and drink. In just one mouthful, I ate three of their meat dishes and three of their loaves of bread. I drank two of their barrels of wine and was still thirsty, because that was only half a litre. While they were bringing me food, I wondered whether to pick up a handful of the little men and throw them to their death. But I was afraid they would shoot at me again. And anyway, I was grateful for their kindness in giving me food and drink, so I did not move. After some time, another official climbed up to the platform and spoke to me. From his signs, I understood that they were going to move me. The king of this country, which was called Lilliput, had ordered his people to carry me to the capital city, about a kilometre away. I made signs to ask whether I could be untied, but the official politely refused. While I was eating, a platform had been prepared to carry me. The people of Lilliput, known as the Lilliputians, are very intelligent and clever with their hands. For me, five hundred men built a special wooden platform with twenty-two wheels. Nine hundred of the strongest men worked for about three hours to lift me onto the platform, and one thousand five hundred of the king's largest horses each eleven and a half centimetres high, pulled me to the capital. I did not know about any of this, because they had put a sleeping powder in my wine, and I was in a deep sleep. The king had decided I would stay in the largest available building, just outside the city gates. Its door was only a metre high and half a metre wide, so I could only just get inside on my hands and knees. My guards put ninety-one chains on my left leg so that I could not escape. Then they cut the ropes that tied me, and I was able to get to my feet.
As I stood up, I heard cries of astonishment all around me. I felt rather miserable, but at least I could walk about now in a two-meter circle. I was certainly an interesting sight for the Lilliputians, who had come out of the city in crowds of several thousand to see me. Now I had a good view of the countryside. The fields looked like flower beds in a garden, and even the tallest trees were only two meters high. I was soon visited by the king himself. He has a strong, handsome face, and is very popular among his people. He arrived with his queen, his children, and his lords and ladies, all dressed in beautiful gold and silver clothes. In order to make conversation...